one fun, on point for today, and the expert to talk about it. Welcome to the ETF of the week. Yes, this is the ETF of the week, where we get the latest from Tom Lydon, Vice Chairman at Vetify, a site that is there to support you with everything you need to be a smart, savvy, sound investor in exchange-traded funds. It's vetify.com for more information. But we get a lot of information from Tom Lydon. Tom, great to chat with you again. Great to be back. Thanks, Chuck. Your ETF of the week is... The Vanguard Mega Cap Growth ETF, ticker symbol MGK. The MGK, the Vanguard Mega Cap Growth ETF. And of course, this is a big name fund from a big name company that for a long time, we hadn't had any Vanguard funds in the ETF of the week. Now we've had a couple just like in this calendar year. But why this fund right now? Well, you're right. Everything about this fund is big, Chuck. <laughs> it's all mega cap. It's all big companies. And it's all big allocations to that the CTF. I mean, look, we know coming out of the financial crisis that it was really tough over the next 10 years to beat the S&P 500. And if you go back and analyze that, even though there are almost 500 stocks there, most of the growth came from the mega cap companies. The companies like the Apples, the Microsofts, the Googles, the Amazons, those FANG stocks that we talk about a lot. But the last couple of years, they haven't performed as well as other areas of the market. However, most recently, off of the low that we saw in the fall, some of those have been really strong outliers. And part of that is they all have wide moats. They've got good cash flow. They've got a lot of profitability. And if you're feeling better about the markets these days, whether it's you're more confident the Fed's doing its job, you feel like we're not going to have a recession, you feel like employment's under control, these companies are coming back and some of them are outperforming the general markets again. So rather than being a stock jockey, and you know, you and I feel strongly about this, there are a lot of people out there that want to pick individual stocks. Some are good at it. Most are bad at it. It's nice to have a diversified portfolio. This gives you a little bit of both. It gives you those big names, but it also gives you a little bit less diversity if you feel like mega caps and these types of companies will continue to run in the next bull market. This fund has been running of late. It's been about a month since it most recently crossed above its 200-day moving average, and it's up more than 6% in those last couple of, of weeks. So a trend following pick here, like this is where you're saying, I want to tilt the portfolio and add extra juice because there's nothing in here that anybody who's got an S&P 500 fund or a NASDAQ composite fund or any of that stuff, there's nothing in here that they don't already own. You're absolutely right. They do. And most people already do. However, I think Chuck, what you and I have been talking about when we've been discussing the ETF of the week in the last few months has been there are a lot of people that have money on the sidelines or there are a lot of people who push money into short duration fixed income because they wanted it safer. Now where we're starting to see the Fed come in line to expectations, we're starting to see some stability in the equity markets as well with those people giving them a little bit of confidence that, look, long term, if you're out of the market, 
and only feel good about getting back in after it's already had its run, that's not a good recipe either. So these are opportunities where if you like big names, and we've mentioned some of them, but there are a lot more, at the same time, you want high level of concentration in those big names. I mean, again, if you look at the top 10 holdings in this ETF, it's about 50% of the weighting in this ETF itself. So forget about the S&P 500 here. What you're really getting is a handful of names and names that you know and names that many Americans love these days. But here's an opportunity to almost not be a stock jockey, but have a handful of horses in the stable that you know do really well during good times. This is a fund that is a bullish pick by nature, not just because you're betting on the big companies, but because if you look at this fund year after year, it tends to do very well when the market is hot and not so well when the market is cold. In other words, in 2022, it lost one third of its value. It was below average in its peer group. This year, it's up about 18 and a half percent as we record this, and it's in the top 10 percent of its peer group. But go back a few years, 2019, 2020, 2021 were all positive years on the market, and it was basically top 25 percent top 15% of its peer group. That being the case, I assume this would not be a pick if you were not bullish. Just like broad market statement here that you think we're getting into that next bull phase. To some degree, Chuck, but then back to the whole idea about following trends, you don't have to be emotionally invested. You don't have to predict that you pointed out this recently went above its 200-day average. If you're a trend follower, and you're agnostic as far as the feeling about it, and you want to follow some good companies, this is a great opportunity. And you know what? The worst that can happen is as soon as you buy it, markets pull back, this goes below its 200-day average, you sell with a small loss. But more importantly than ever, I think what we're seeing, not just from advisors, but individual investors, there's a lot of uncertainty out there you don't want to find yourself scrambling after the market's already recovered to push money in. So here's an opportunity very easily to get a little bit more equity exposure in really good companies, but you're protecting your downside by watching that 200-day average. We should point out, not that anybody's going to be surprised, it's a Vanguard fund, it's cheap. Seven basis points is the expensive ratio. That's 007 if you're playing along at home, and it's a big fund. That's the other side here. Sometimes we're looking at picks going, hey, it's new, it's different, it's whatever, and you got to worry. This is absolutely a no-worry fund. It's just, are you going to do the moving average thing or not? That's right. Again, I'm, I was excited to bring this to the forefront for the ETF of the week. We know we've talked a little bit about international and the opportunities there. We've talked about small cap and the opportunities there. I haven't been poo-poo in the S&P 500 because it's really tough to, because it's really great. But this really is the best of the S&P 500 over the last 10 years. And if you feel when the market's coming back and the best of the S&P 500 coming back, this is something to consider. It's the MGK, the Vanguard Mega Cap Growth ETF, the ETF of the week from Tom Lydon at Vetify. Tom, talk to you next week. Thanks, Chuck. The ETF of the week is a joint production between Vetify and Money Life with Chuck Jaffe. And you guessed it, that's me. And you can learn all about my hour-long weekday show by going to moneylifeshow.com 
or by looking wherever you find great podcasts. To learn more about investing in exchange-traded funds, there's no better place than Vetify. It's got everything you need, great research and data, all kinds of things to support you as a sound investor. It's Vetify.com, on Twitter at Veta underscore Fi, and Tom Lydon, Vetify's vice chairman and my guest. He's on Twitter too. Follow him at Tom Lydon. The ETF of the week is here for you every Thursday. Ensure you don't miss anything by following along wherever you get those great podcasts. We hope to see you again next week. And until we do see you again, happy investing, everybody. Happy investing, everybody.